Leo, um, we have a problem. As much as I love this new project you've got on the books, this 24-hour radio, which I'm very enthusiastic about, uh, the problem is um, I've recently changed computers, so I no longer have access to all our old episodes anymore. So we can't run them continuously on a stream. I have a solution. I have a workaround. Don't panic. I've transcribed all our old episodes here. We'll quickly recite oh, them Ian, now. No, no, Joy, I can do a passable Ian, just an impression. No, 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 no. Ian, 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 don't panic. Don't panic. Two things. First of all, we did indeed upload many of our projects to the cloud service Mega. So you could get them from there. But even better than that, every one of our episodes has been uploaded to the Internet Archive for posterity. So people can find them there as well. Hello, we are the 80s kids. And one of us has a slightly less impressive beard now. And the other one was ill this week. And we also, I also have a son in the background. So you'll just have to bear with that. He's got a, a thing for Europe at the moment, which is maybe a political statement. <laughs> I, know, like, I think he's rubbing off on you later. Or you're rubbing off on him. Yeah, rather. so it's definitely... The apple has definitely not fallen far from the trees. He's just over there on the floor playing with Legos. This is amazing. I've listened back to the seasons that we did of this show uh, previously. Um, and, and obviously pitch invasion was a thing because you can't explain uh, to a two or three year old that you know daddy's busy at the moment he just came in and we've got various bits of him saying stuff and us asking him things and it's amazing to see him grow up through the podcast I just want to say that because you just listen back to the episode and here he is well, at two here he is at all three, the episodes post 217 because before 117 before 117 there was no small pitch invasions Actually, I mean, wife pitch invasions are not really pitch invasions at all. They are um, they are just, she's participating in the show. And it is unfortunate. I mean, the fact is, because he's here now, we could all be doing this. But she's unfortunately had heat insomnia. Because it's scorching in, in, in the old uh, UK when we're talking this. So uh, when we're talking this, recording this. And that is why we have a small boy playing Lego and humming uh, power rock anthems from the 1980s in the background of the podcast. But I think it adds to the very similitude of the whole affair, especially seeing as this is a metasode, Geeks in the Tower. I was doing my whole shtick with the one of us has a beard thing, and I've got to say, uh, joining me tonight, who's been a bit ill this week but is soldiering on regardless, is... Uh, I am Ian. I am um, one half of these kids. At least I think I am. It's, it's all like a strange dream from my past. I can't quite believe it was me. I feel like I've got imposter syndrome about being Ian at the moment. You know, that's, that's self-esteem for you. And actually, to be fair, I do sympathise with that uh, notion because after uh, the great prediction fluff-up of 2020, we did go dark. We tried to use Soundtrap to record a thing and then made the mistake of saying, hey, you know what, we should edit it in Soundtrap as well, which was a poor idea. And I don't even know what I was thinking. And eventually, you know, well, you at home have all had a chance to experience the fruits of that labour by now because uh, it was released as a special prior to this. But we're recording before we've put either out. Oh, no, you know, it's the usual pre-recording time, Groundhog Day, timey-wimey memento bollocks that comes with all of this stuff. But the, the news is that we have recovered not from COVID, because I didn't get COVID, as far as I know. How about you, No, Ian? not COVID yet. I'm trying to get a jab. We, we here in this uh, country, I've, I've been uh, involved in a, a mild uh, form of uh, vaccination assault twice at this time, and so therefore I should be okay now. That's the theory. I mean, you know, we're still 
being safe and you know doing all the necessary but yeah but what we've recovered from is obviously the uh, uh, trauma of, of having been wrong about the future because you know that was our whole thing we are the 80s kids and we predict the future well, we completely failed or did we more on which later but one of the things that has roused us from our slumber like the dark gods of old is indeed uh, a 24-hour internet radio station, which we now have. Currently, it may as well be called Revenge of the 80s Kids Radio, because it is literally... It's not all of our back catalogue, because I haven't loaded into the Auto DJ what we used to call news shows, where we have timely content. You should do it. We should do it. We just call it legacy content. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, and the, but I think, you know, each of those should be prefaced with a, this episode was recorded on this date or around this date when what was in the news was. And, and then and then it plays the episode. And if people tune in halfway but through, screw thank it. For, thankfully, for the majority of our podcast, nothing we discussed was in any way timely or relevant. <laughs> it wasn't timely, but it, I, I would like to argue it was relevant. Ian... You used to listen back to our old shows uh, while you were at work to keep you entertained, uh, which is amazing because you find it entertaining. Uh, so there we go. We're definitely entertaining. You recorded it. You know what you're going to say. You still listen to it there. Um, but you, this means how many times do you think you've listened to our shows? Uh, well, I don't necessarily go through them in like a chronological order. I'll, I'll just get a hankering right. to oh, pull, you just pick a show pull you one know. out, pull one out. And sometimes I just pull out because I want to hear the opening skit again and I'll just stick around for the show afterwards. What that is, uh, what is quite interesting is actually while I'm listening on the the um, thing, what keeps me listening is if I detect if I start going, and if people want to do this on the internet, where would they go to do that? Either? If I hear that bit, I'm like, oh, I'll stick around for a few minutes, see if the next one has a cool opening skit or something, um, and that keeps me listening, which is ideal for radio. Like once you've learned the drill, once you've gone, because this is the thing, a rando listening to that could be listening to us talk and going, hmm, yes, I do agree with your points about, I don't know, uh, what was I listening to this morning? Memento. In fact, I've mentioned Memento because earlier on we were playing the 2000 episode and we talked about Memento. And we did a skit at the end there. That was crazy where we cut a bit out and put it at the end, if you recall. Yes, I I was listening to that. And, um, yeah, if people go, oh, yes, I'm enjoying your... Oh, yes, I'm being being hailed by a wizard. On a, as a, on a hat. <laughs> I can't tell you apart, to be honest with you. This Hello. is the best pitch invasion ever. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Wizard. How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, I am very well. I'm recording a podcast at the minute. Mr. Wizard, have you seen the 2000 movie Memento? Oh, yes, I've seen it in my wizard hat. You saw it while you were wearing your wizard hat? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. And what because, did you make of this? Because I was watching it. Like I casted a spell in my hat to watch it. You cast a spell with your hat? I'm, I'm not sure that's not piracy. Like, but, I mean, um, I did it with my wand. Oh, right, okay. If you do it with your wand, then it's fine. It's not It's not stealing a but movie. Who it's are not... you talking to today? Um, I am talking to Uncle Ian. Oh, is, that's a strange name. Yeah. Is Uncle Ian a strange name? I mean, he's your uncle. He's called Ian. I, I don't know about I don't know about Memento, but this is this is like non-linear toy playing. It's Dylan's here. Yeah. yeah. Hello, Dylan. You haven't seen Memento, have you? No. 
because you're five. Don't you, if you shake your head, mate, nobody can hear you. No. You haven't seen it because you're five. Yes. But the wizard has seen it, and the wizard's on your hand, which is very strange. I was going to ask the wizard what he thought of Memento. Um, I really liked it. Right, okay. You, you like the uh, breaking with traditional storytelling mechanism in the traditional crime uh, thriller uh, genre, I guess. I already know that. Yes, very good. Wizards are very wise. Anyway, Dylan, can I go back to talking to Uncle Ian now for a bit? Yeah. If that would be okay. Now, Thank now you, mate. That, that was you brilliant. Now you display one of your fantastic abilities, which always amazed me, because I get interrupted my brain goes away. But you get interrupted, you can always pick up exactly where you were. <laughs> it's like your spatial awareness well, was shockingly good to me in the past as well. You could, you could never get lost no matter where the bus took you. So once again, Leo, where were we before we got interrupted? Well, what's really interesting is that we were talking about skits, and what we've just done there is an impromptu, improvised skit that came out of nowhere. So what's really interesting about the format in radio, as because I haven't listened back to them, and also, I think uh, one of the things that you might find if you tune in as opposed to selecting one from the vaults and going, I'm going to listen to this one today, um, is that... You just drop in halfway through, and it, it often can take me up to five minutes to work out what we're talking about, uh, whether we're talking about a year or whether we're doing a top ten or whether we're doing a topic or whatever it is. And then I'm, like, sort of hooked. And what's really interesting is that um, as radio, talky radio goes, I think that our content does really work well that way, where you just drop in and see what those three crazy dudes are talking about now. And the fact that it's interspersed with these high production values, skit or like a, a comic interlude or because the thing is it wasn't just skits there was also the episode where Justin had been there for a year and you suddenly sprang on him a quiz about what Justin had said in the past year on the podcast and what he was talking about or the ones where we're simulating you know reader mail or all of this stuff yeah plus we have a special cash when it gets to October I can drop Halloween episodes into the rotator and when it gets to Christmas we of course have at least two if not three Christmas episodes to drop into the mix so we've got all the themed content it's all going on so yes we have content of very uh, many various different types that theme Halloween Christmas and then we have just all the random stuff and it's this mix of us chatting uh, sometimes we say something cogent or relevant. Sometimes we say something funny. I have found myself chuckling at things that have been said by all of us. And there were so many episodes in the heyday where we were all just weak with laughter at something someone had said about something. And I find myself laughing away in the kitchen. I think possibly that's the energy that you saying I miss that energy is that would that be a fair I think thing momentum to say? I mean the way I find my brain works creatively is that it, if I'm lasering in and just doing the same thing uh, I my wheels are turning I'm very focused I can I can build up more and more as a but if I like I haven't podcasted for a long time and suddenly been dragged in to do some podcasting it's like oh my brain feels cold I've got to start warming it up again because if I have to hop from one creative project to another I always meet it first of all with a round of irritation and general resistance to having to do it until I until I start getting back into it again. Oh, actually, it's not too bad, actually. And with the other thing about the radio 
per show thing, actually. Bearing in mind the fact that the content isn't restricted, I mean, it is at the moment, but in the fullness of time, I hope the content uh, is not restricted to just 80s kids. Uh, you might be, you could sort of enfold it like yes we're doing 80s kids but 80s kids is a strand of content that we are doing in our internet radio station um and as as time progresses you can see what's going on in in the internet group that we have facebook group and as i said i'm going to open a discord for geeks and tower because it's my opportunity to open a discord that might actually be for something uh, i should mention to the folks at home that are just listening to the podcast oh my god i should tell you this Obviously, we are, in addition to being available via our website, the 80skids.blogspot.com, that's 80s as in letters. Um, I'm sorry, I'm stealing no, your thunder. Go ahead. But we'll do it again at the end. Yeah. Um, but as, in addition to being available there, we are also at uh, anchor.fm forward slash Revenge of the 80s. I believe that's 80s as in numbers. I recently signed into Anchor to look at, just to just say, can I sign into Anchor? And when I want to upload an episode, will I be able to do so? And, and the answer to that is thankfully yes. And it gives you the numbers on how many of our uh, podcasts, like more serious numbers. The Internet Archive gives you numbers, but the Internet Archive is so huge that I think it counts, like, I think this, the numbers are spurious, more spurious on the Internet Archive. So Anchor is actually people who've listened through Anchor. And do you know what our most downloaded and listened to well, it show used to be was? The Hunger Games, didn't it? Oh yeah, that was on the Internet Archive, and that's unarguably like even with sus numbers, that's definitely. I mean, I haven't looked at that in a while. In fact, I should probably log into the Internet Archive to check that I can still do that as well. But which obviously I should be able to because it's the Internet Archive. All the, the things that we've put on Anchor, which is everything from, I think, season two, three, season three onwards. What do you think is our most downloaded? Oh, jeez. Oh, I suppose of one of our year shows? Uh, it isn't. It isn't a tease. It is one of our prediction shows. It is, in fact, the last podcast we put up. Um, it has over, I think, ten times as many downloads as any of the others. Uh, ten ten downloads? The pandemic. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like some ridiculous amount, like 68 downloads and listen. So... Those uh, hard-working bots, like they're six. worth every penny. I think people were just, like, randomly... I mean, to be fair, what happened was, actually, I joined, um, like, an... Not... Uh, uh, but, right. Here is the story of, of Leo's pandemic. I first got into streaming at a party. Um, no, I got into Twitch streaming. Why did I get into Twitch streaming? Oh, yeah, my son wanted to do, like, streaming... Of, because he watches a lot of YouTube kids, he wanted to do that, you know... I want to do that. So we would get on the PS4, we put headsets on, and we, you know, play Lego and and and, and you know, talk nonsense. And and I started to expand. I thought, well, now that I've got it all set up, may as well do it some actual content. And and that sort of evolved into a thing where I started chatting to people, and I would watch Twitch to get tips and so on. And then I would go into someone's channel, and so then I would get talking to them. And yeah, here we are in the modern day when I'm actually technically, I suppose, technically count as an actual Twitch streamer. I'm in all the Twitch communities. I'm a known face in UK Twitch. It's a, it's a whole thing. Uh, yeah. So there I was on. Twitch being a Twitch streamer, I came across a guy, and we've already recorded well, this. Just twice, the, so just the gags again. Oh, does he have a I, book to sell? Does he have a Patreon? Does he have, <laughs> does a, he have YouTube a YouTube channel? A YouTube channel? 
Yeah, I met a guy who's a life coach, and he's a very rare and unusual life coach in that his advice is actually helpful. He is actually working really hard to bring together people that he's trying to help. He runs um, an internet, a Facebook group called Coaching for Geeks. In among other things, I mean, he's got a company called Coaching for Geeks, but there's a Facebook group which is kind of like a, a core component of that. And indeed, that's what it is. He's trying to get people who are, as he puts it, entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah. No. That's not his thing. That's just a thing. He's just using the word. He didn't make it no. up. Um, no. Some portmanteau should not be allowed. <laughs> But yeah, he's bringing us all together. And indeed, this is how Geek Towers even stands a chance. Oh, yeah, by the way, our 24-7 internet radio station is going to be called, is going to be called, uh, is going to be called Geek Towers. And uh, the aim of it is to aggregate a whole host of geeky content that includes things that me and Ian know nothing about, such as we know people who are well into the animes. We do not know the ways of the animes. But, unless, it, um, unless it was on video in the but, 90s but and involved tentacles. Well, yeah, no, to be fair, I mean, yes, I would say that I've got a passing familiarity with the genre and high points and low points and tentacle points, but... There, there's. I know enough to know there's a lot more to know. And when you're a true anime enthusiast, there's a lot more to talk about. We just basically, we need people to fill in stuff that we don't know. And, and there's other stuff like, it's like, we couldn't, I don't think, freestyle a sort of uh, sense serious like RPG podcast. It would, it, we could. But it would be a really weird RPG podcast because well, you play D and D. I don't play D and D, but I do. You had a group, and in fact, I'm trying to get a group together for a system called Dead Simple at the moment. But anyway, carry on. I should probably invite you to CFG. That would probably be a good idea. There's loads of people who do that stuff in there. But um, yeah, so you we we don't do uh, on brand D and D. Neither of us therefore do that. But that's fine. I mean, if you do Pathfinder, Warhammer, any of that, that's good. But I'm really really weird when it comes to my role playing. I do all sorts of experimental stuff, uh, which I where I've drawn my own conclusions about uh, the nature of randomizers and how much a randomizer buff should be and stuff like that, which. It's just my own strand. So that although you've got the good knowledge and I've participated, my own, uh, I think, agenda on role-playing would make for unhappy. It wouldn't really be the kind of role-playing podcast that I think a lot of people, or role-playing content. But then that's the point. What Ian could do, which I would not object to, is get a few people that he knows who do like the RP in that sense, yeah, and he could record content. Wow. That's a remarkably cogent question from Dylan in the background. No, mate, I'll let you know when we finish recording. Yeah, I mean, you could go off and record a bunch of RP content, call it something else that's not Revenge of the 80s Kids, and I would be happy oh, yeah. to put that well, into the rotation. It, 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 would, it, would be a, it wouldn't be a known brand fantasy, fantasy system. That would be the only thing. But it wouldn't. But it's not. That's not the point, is it? I mean, a lot of people do a lot of stuff. I mean, we've had. Uh, I mean, Fear the Boot used to do episodes about like BattleTech role playing and and all that kind of stuff. So um, so yeah. So that is a thing that happened. But what I'm saying is that I recorded. Well, okay. I say I recorded. We participated in a project to attempt to record the first round uh, Geeks of the Round Table last night, where we talk in a, a more more or less. I mean, I would say not timely, like presuming the event has passed, e.g. filled with spoilers, 
manner about um, Marvel's Black Widow movie that just came out. And and that didn't include Ian, because uh, Ian hasn't seen Black Widow and uh, just didn't really want to make himself present at 10am on Saturday to talk about it, especially bearing in mind the fact he hadn't seen it and we'd all be discussing spoilery things. So, well, you know, it, and it can't be that she dies in so, the movie, I mean, is it, can it? You know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know she makes it to the end <laughs> of that movie. Um, but yeah, but the, the Geeks uh, round table strand, I mean, we've just talked about a strand that sort of half exists of me talking with other people about geeky stuff and a strand that doesn't exist at all but could with Ian talking about role-playing games. We would like, I think, and I think you would join me in this, Ian, uh, to have content available on Geek Towers that is just delivered to us somehow through the medium of the cloud that it features neither of us. Wouldn't uh, that, that sounds a like a lot less though? work for me, so it has my full endorsement. Yeah, I mean, it's, well, it's a lot less work for both of us, but the good thing about that is if we did have a bunch of stuff we could choke us for a start, the one thing I have noted about the Geeks in the Tower groups on the internet at this stage, and it is just, it somewhat saddens me to have to say this, is that the people who've rushed forth to get involved, it's a bit of a sausage fest. Well, I don't want to Shall judge people based on their arbitrary characteristics, Leo. What I'm trying to say is uh, that, um, and I think, no, but the thing about it is, I think it is really interesting because I think, you know, as Sue often says to me, when people get to know you and it's like yeah that's that's how it is i mean unfortunately in the age of the internet that's how it has to be any person who's in there even if they're supporting me and they're female they don't know me per se and therefore when i say do you want to be part of the radio station or join this internet group of people who be in the radio station they may not rush to sign up just on the basis that they're hanging back at the moment well, to see if well, we're watching misogynists. You know, content is king, and if you can bring content, then things will happen. doesn't exactly. matter what, I mean, what, I think what arrangement I... of faces you put on the cover of the podcast, I think, is what's the material you're bringing to the table, ultimately, is what makes you. So, yeah, I have been needling Sue to pull together some of her friends who are enthusiastic about spiritual matters, uh, you know, all of that tarot crystal witchy stuff and to do some kind of content on that strand which uh, looks like it's sort of inevitable eventually when we pull up and go, I mean it, we're not looking to, to start I mean I was saying somewhere I wrote down this might be the only internet radio station in history to have a beta trial version where it's like we start it but we say we're in beta mode at the moment there's still quite a lot of 80s kids in the rotation and then we try and build it up from there but yeah, I'm not even considering it launched until mid-October at the earliest. So that is our chance, our headway to get some kind of content into the Rotatortron that isn't just you and me and Justin chuntering on about 80s movies forever. Well, and 90s movies, and noughties movies, and the A to Z of cinema, uh, and some specials forevermore. Although, to be fair, it is perfectly entertaining. I, I, as I said before, I might as well say it again now, I find it highly amusing that Justin's contribution to Geek Towers Radio is pre-recorded voice segments being broadcast without his knowledge or consent. <laughs> his consent is implied because he yes. turned up to do the 80s kids. So, you know. But yes, you are quite right. I mean, especially bearing in mind that many of those episodes are peppered with the jokes about out-of-context Justin. So, yeah, you, you, you've, you've uh, hit the nail on the head with that particular observation. 
so yeah, so that's about all, all the news that we have, except of course that we are going to do a new season of Revenge of the Eighties Kids. I'm gonna go Oh shit. Oh, yeah. oh good, yes. <laughs> I said I was gonna go, yay, and then let you go like get out your watering can of tepid water. No. Um yeah, the point is that, I mean, to be fair, we did sort of say, I mean, it, actually, in the Hotel for Elephants uh, show, we were pretty down on the whole thing. We were like, unless something changes, I don't <laughs> see what the, we need something to happen. And then, of course, I went and bought an internet radio station. So that's a change. I mean, you know, we have stuck exactly to what we said in that archived episode. And because we've had this change where it's like, hey, yeah, we're going to have an internet radio station. We're going to record some new content, which is fine. Um, I also have a format which I put on a Trello card, um, which actually now that I come to mention such a business, because you were saying I'd like to have more of a, a generic format. Do you remember that statement? I've said many things. I disavow them all. But carry on. Was it a good suggestion? In which case, um, yes, I remember it. You basically said that you wanted the shows to include more of a format. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, um, so you said you wanted this thing to. So I actually wrote a show format. It's available on Trello. I know that you don't visit Trello very often, if at all. Well, I've since changed my computer, Leo. So I might have to. <laughs> Again, this is another thing. This is right. This is why. <laughs> this is why everyone in the world now has Gmail. Because my other co-conspirators, I went, can you give me a Gmail? I went, yeah, I've got a Gmail. This is my Gmail. And then they just go, oh, log in with Gmail. It, it, that Gmail has literally been given, done this single sign-on shit, purely for all those people like yourself who are like, I can't be bothered to remember five billion flipping logins. Um, and now oh, no, it, it, Google, Google has memorized all my logins. That's fine. Let's don't have the link to the Adis Kids Trello anymore. Hang on. Ah, let's dig it out. Carry on. Well, if you just go to Trello.com and log into it, it'll offer you that as a board. So on your dashboard in Trello, it'll say, you are a member of this board. I foresee now I'll be changing my password. But it's something we can work on later. Yeah, yes. Okay. So uh, anyway, I've done a card here called uh, Show Format. So basically, uh, it goes like this. We have a, a topic intro. So the show has a title. And here at the beginning, this is the pressy. So basically, if we say, well, as it says here, in the case where the information load of the title is high, e.g. the top 10 of 2013, it's an opportunity to set up the journey we're about to take the audience on. In fact, this is always the case, although when we've called the episode something contentious, such as Netflix is screwed, we may wish that, you know, guidance to be a little bit more expository. Do you get what I mean? So if we've said this is 2013 top 10, then we can be a bit more vague in the setup because people understand the concept of going through. Well, I think we used to pick our titles kind of be kind of kind of being weird. So you know, we're going to have to explain why this is called Patrick Swayze covered in yogurt. Yeah, but if you say this time we're going through the 2013 top ten, then people yeah. instantly get that concept. Yes, yes. Whereas if, if, if we say Netflix, didactic. yeah. Whereas if we say Netflix is screwed, we might have to set up like. What do we mean by that and what we're going to tell you in the show? So then the next segment is called Three Movies Slash Series. Usually we'll be taking movies to look at. Occasionally the topic will be heavily centred on streaming services or television, in which case the three things being compared will be television shows. Hereafter, these will be referred to as movies because that's easier in the card. Uh, Movie one, The Thesis. Movie two, The Antithesis. 
and movie three, the synthesis. So the thesis Ooh. is like whatever our point is in the episode, this movie exempl we have chosen this movie because it exemplifies exactly the point that we're talking about, like a hundred percent. And then movie two is the antithesis. This is the movie that, although it falls within the bounds of whatever we're arguing about, it, I mean, obviously, if we're doing a top ten, we don't need to do this. So that's a top ten. But this is when we don't have that predetermined structure to fall back on. I should probably put a note about that on the card. But yeah, the antithesis says whatever we're talking about, this movie pushes the bounds of, like, it says, well, no, that's not true at all. Okay. And then the synthesis is the thing that sits in between those two movies that pulls the antithesis into our argument. So it says about the antithesis, because this movie here exists in between movie one and movie two, movie two now sort of gets a class because it shares commonality with this synthetic movie. And to a certain extent, what that means is that the third movie we examine is really the real point. Like, that's the thing that's the key stone in whatever we're arguing about. And then, because that's a little bit deep and philosophical... Um, and we can have a quick chat. I mean, it's basically an excuse to introduce three movies, which are going to be three movies that we pick that are going to be the what we centre our discussion on. We give those three movies an '80s quotient, which basically is a bit of like spreadsheet-esque legwork that we do on those three movies that score it out of ten on five factors, and then you double it and decide whether it's one higher or one lower, or actually the score that you've doubled up at that point and those five factors are one did it come out in the actual 80s you can get marks for not coming out in the 80s but not very many uh, in fact if you came out in the 80s you immediately score 10 but then you get two marks deducted if you were made in the sort of late 80s or early 80s i think that was uh, or maybe it doesn't maybe it's just like if it's the 80s it's the 80s the scoring yes. is quite simple it's right there uh, you actually get four marks if you're not made in the 80s, but you're a period piece set in the 80s. You get four points just for trying really hard. Uh, so then we get 80s tropes. Uh, what's really interesting about that is that we are going to compile our own list of tropes as we go along. Like, we're going to have to say, is this a trope? Let's add it to our trope pile. And you get, like, a couple of marks per trope up to a maximum of 10. 80s cast and crew. One of the interesting things about that is that we have an actual stream to do. One of the things that streamers do a lot is that they make a tier list, which you may have seen on the internet, where you put things into ranks, like pictures or something, into ranks like this God tier at eight. Have you seen this? So Yes, I know that. I know, yeah, I know yeah, yeah. which side of which you speak. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so we could do one for 80s actors and directors, because actually that's never been done. 80s stars, which includes pop stars, which is completely off the boil. Yes, but never actors and directors. So we get to make our own uh, tier list and then use it to apply an arbitrary score of how 80s something is according to what we place tiers in for those. Uh, so then we get 80s score soundtrack. Uh, we give it some points from that. Um, you do get points deducted in the 80s score soundtrack if you have an avant-garde or honky soundtrack. ID, uh, for example, Inception is not at all 80s because of all the which is definitely not an 80s track. No film in the 80s ever thought it was dramatic to just have something go when a big event happened. So, you know, there we go. Uh, and, and then there's also 
use of 90s or noughties, espionage, hip-hop, big drops, swoops or rises, you know, from cinema trailers. So where they're using like a dun-dun, that's not 80s they didn't do that in a spy thriller in the 80s you did not suddenly get a hip hop beat over orchestral strings so it's not 80s do you see what I mean like the whole mood is relieved so yeah so that's why it's important enough to give it 10 whole marks and then finally 80s references if your movie is from the 80s it has to be stuff where they've referenced something that's happening right now like you're in Back to the Future and someone goes hey Marty nice Rubik's Cube that's like a reference to the 80s from the 80s but if you're outside the 80s it's just like someone saying oh he's like he's from the 80s he's obsessed with Rubik's Cubes yeah that's how that works and then you get points for that and then that goes up to a maximum of 10 so that's it so the 80s question does not indicate the strength of our initial argument it's just something for us to bicker about how 80s are these things and then finally we have movie Thunderdome we have to consign two of the movies we talked about to one end in darkness and decide which one's the winner because people like a winner and that's how shows are and then we do the final thoughts and social media advice. So that is our... I'm not saying that show film, I, I haven't carved it in stone or summoned you to the top of a mountain to receive it carved into that stone in a massive thunderstorm. Neither will you get to the bottom of that mountain and find that while you're out, your family have made a golden calf out of butter and you now have to kill them or whatever. But that is the, the, the initial format that we will the stick on. How do you feel uh, about this? The dog loves it. Um, oh, it's, it's, well, there we go then. We'll, we'll see how it implements. Uh, certainly, I just like the idea of us getting three films and then that could be completely unrelated and then trying to find a thread that somehow connects them all in some theme we hadn't previously thought about. Uh, yes, we'll give it a whirl. We'll see how we go. I will take notes. I shall watch things. It would be nice if we could end each episode on a knock-knock joke. You know, I just that could be our new shtick. I just want to feel like I'm contributing something to discussion here, Leo. I, I feel like you've done all the work. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting no! cow. <laughs> High five. <laughs> Two skits in one episode. Thank you, yes. son. We're, we're wrapping up now. You've got one as well. Go on. You do it as well. Everybody's knock, got them. Let's bring okay. them in. Knock, knock. Who's there? Grandma Nazi. Grammar Nazi who? No, no, no. It, it's Grammar Nazi whom. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard that. You just heard that. Well, you hear it again when we remember. But anyway, yeah, just to run you through, uh, audience at home, and probably Ian as well, just to run through the episode list for the next season, uh, we have 2020-2021 The Autopsy, which is going to be a super fascinating show, I can guarantee for all concerned. Basically, we take what we predicted in the 2020, and I've done some numbers and worked out what the actual fallout of the whole pandemic nonsense was, and it makes for interesting reading, so that'll be good. Uh, Then we've got a show called I'll Just Stop at Home Thanks, uh, which is all about the advent of Disney Plus, premiere thing, premium rental, all of this kind of stuff. Is this the beginning of the end for the 10-screen multiplex? So we'll slap the thing on that, and we have to talk about films because we're talking about how... Is the multiplex being ruined by, you know, this? And by the time we record that, um, was it Suicide Squad and Free Guy will be out? Now, Suicide Squad, I believe, will have a premium rental option. Free Guy is taking the uh, bold manoeuvre of 
not go in premium rental at all. You can only go to the cinema to see it. Um, And I think actually Fast and Furious 9 wasn't available. We call that a control experiment. Uh, Well, actually, I think that if I recall, if I'm correct, Fast and Furious 9 doesn't have a premium rental. And that was just at the cinema. So we can discuss that, actually. That would be a great one. Uh, so anyway, uh, episodes three and four to 2013, uh, which is going to be interesting because that's the year you said you were just happy not to do because it's where we started. But it'd be interesting because now that we've had this enforced break, that is nearly a decade in the past. Oh, and yeah. We have I'm, some I'm happy to do 2013 now. It's, it's, it's just, we just, we just have now we just lapped ourselves in some interesting way. Yeah, it is interesting, yeah. And then 2013, that's going to be a really interesting one because now we have to, like, hold back on just blitzing everything that came out in 2013 and and apply the new format and say, these were the key texts of 2013 and what did 2013 mean and how close was it to the 80s? I mean, we obviously can bring in references to other movies in passing, but the three we want to concentrate on are, so we can talk about that before, episode five, high definitely a weird time for home media, which is an episode about... um, what I've discovered about um, watching Blu-rays, which will be um, which will be very strange, but we can definitely look at it through the lens of um, the types of 1080p release and types of uh, 576p release. I will put more notes on. It'll be fine. We've really seen all the movies. Although to be fair, it has to be said, you can't. Have you got? You haven't got a, a Blu-ray player of any sort. Have you? you think I'm a complete luddite, don't you? Of course, I've got a Blu-ray player. I just only have one thing I can play on it. That's all. Which is season Which two is of Westworld. I mean, that's not the worst thing that you can have, but it's. I would have preferred season one of Westworld when it was good, but oh well. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't. Well, I don't know anything. So the episode six is Netflix is screwed. Uh, the fourth in our uh, popular Is Screwed series of podcasts, uh, which is building up quite a thing now, which is all about like, well, Netflix is, well, actually it's specifically about how Netflix is actually falling behind, which is something that I would never have predicted well, about four years ago, but it's starting to flounder. It, it quite was seriously. foreseeable. It was foreseeable. Yeah, well, it was kind of foreseeable, but where I was coming in was, was they were get, getting stuff done and they were they seemed to have a head on about the kind of content they should be producing and then for over the pandemic and around the pandemic despite producing a lot of content it hasn't been the content that we could open but we'll talk about that more in the show and the final uh, uh, the final thing we're planning to record in the next season's run is a meta and so to radio uh, so we will talk more about i mean essentially we'll have more details by the time we finish recording all that bunch of what's going on with Geek Towers. So that'll be an opportunity for us to share that. But uh, if people in the meanwhile wish to sort of come to us and say, what the hell? Why have you got an internet vanity project where your voices drone on and on as if the three of you are in a cave somewhere endlessly, endlessly discussing the pop, pop culture of movies and television? ad infinitum like some kind of ghastly Dante-esque or Greek mythology punishment. I mean there's some guy who was a dirty king in in ancient Greece who's got headphones in earbuds now and is just made to listen 
to this ghastly noise that you are emanating on a, a constant basis. Where you know, might they go to be quite classical in their insulting of us? Well, one place they could go would be our Facebook page. Are we still pumping that at the moment? Are we still pumping we are, that We are definitely pumping the Facebook page. We, we've, oh, we'll right, which you can find on, on, on Facebook forward slash Revenge of the 80s Kids, and that's 80s as in numbers, so 80s. Uh, please go there and like our page. We, uh, well, we'll do something there at some point, I suppose. Uh, but podcasts are what it's all about. And for those who want our archive, presumably. Uh, yeah, it's the80skids.blogspot.com. That's 80s as in letters E-I-G-H-T-I-E-S. Yes. Uh, we're also man. available on anchor.fm. Uh, anchor.fm. I'm pretty sure. I'm just going to type this in to check that I am not. Talking See, out of my bottom. because since, since we come back, since we've started, you know, the the sort of post original run sequence, my shtick has I've left out this phrase for dark reasons of your own, and I miss oh, it. Oh yeah, yes, dark reasons of your own. I get that all the time. No, oh yes, there we go. So anchor.fm, we are anchor.fm forward slash eighties kids. It, remarkable if you if you dig the whole brevity thing to paraphrase the dude, which is just 80s as a number, so 80s, K, uh, which now when I look at it, looks like we're also 80 skits. What have I done? But that's where we are, so we're just going to have to do it. Apparently, if you go there, you can listen to us on Spotify. We're on Spotify, everybody. Um, that That's just nuts. Okay. Never mind, so, never mind Justin being completely oblivious to when he's online or not. So are we. Spotify is a new wrinkle on me. Oh, we're going to have to really start pushing that anchor page. I it's didn't the real, pod- I didn't, they, podcast aggregator of your choice. Yeah, the podcast aggregator of your choice, uh, where you can uh, download to your PC, Ian, for... For dark reasons of your own. Oh, there we go. It's so good. Um, but yeah, we're also... Um, is there somewhere else we're available at the moment? No, not actually. Well, there are, but those oh. are all the 80s do, do, do kids. Do you want to punt, do you want to punt Justin's uh, DeviantArt page? No, no, that's, next. no he, he's not even here, so no, he doesn't get to do that when he doesn't turn up. That's the reward for being part of it. You could say, you can find me over here. And what I'm going to say is, you can find me on odd occasions at twitch.tv, Eno M. Coney. That's E-N-O-M-K-O-N-E-Y. Why is that so hard? It's because it's an anagram of one monkey. And now I realised later on that Ken Mooney, with an E between the N and the E, the Y in Mooney, is also an anagram of one monkey that's a lot cleverer than Eno M. Coney, which doesn't really sound like anything. It it sounds like a telegraph machine on the Titanic, is what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, it is actually my Discordian name. My Discord, because all Discordians have a Discordian name. So whenever I'm doing stuff in a Discordian, I am Eno M. Coney, which means that on Twitch, I am Discordian. But if, yeah, if you go over to there, you can see some VODs. I'm doing music at the moment, which is going really well. So that may even increase the amount of places that I'm uh, available in the future. Ian, are you anywhere on the internet that isn't just here at 80s Kids Towers? No, uh, I think I think anything I do will be, be pushed out there, I imagine. Sorry. That's all right. No, but there's no reason you should. You're a, a, a fine... Uh, this is a fine contribution. It's a so good that we've managed to base an entire 24... I mean, the point is, I'm not embarrassed that we've got, like, 20 shows that play, you know, over a day and then loop round. We go for weeks, buddy. That's how much content we have. I, I rarely ever tune into the same thing twice. 
on that radio stream. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, so um, there's nothing to be ashamed of on that can. Um, indeed, you're going to be roped in to help with Geek Towers a bit more, I think, as time goes on. Uh, so that's great. So that's where we are. That's where you are. We'll be back with a new season very shortly, which will be available in all the usual places and also will be added into the Rotator Tron on Geek Towers. Uh, but for now, we all have all we have to say to you is goodbye. 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 And oh my God, what have I done?